What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The episode you're about to hear was initially released as a Patreon exclusive. These episodes are typically shorter than the ones you're used to hearing, but we think they're still interesting, and we hope you'll agree. Hello and welcome to Something's Not Right. I'm Olivia. And tonight I'm going to be going solo again, but Tashana will be here for the next one. Surprise, surprise, I've actually got our next Patreon episode written. And we are in the process of putting together some regular episodes so we can get back into full production again. And I have a really ambitious release schedule for next year, so hopefully we can start getting things out to you with more regularity. But that's really all I've got in the way of announcements for tonight, so let's get into our topic for the evening. Sometime in the year 1761, a three-masted schooner, Octavius, left her English port, headed for China. The ship was filled with items for trade. In addition to the captain and crew of more than 20, the captain's wife and son were also aboard. Octavius reached her destination in Asia sometime in 1762 and offloaded her cargo. Once she was filled with new cargo to take back to England, the ship headed home. Because the weather was warmer than usual, the captain of the schooner made the unfortunate decision to return to Europe via the Northwest Passage. For those not in the know, which would be me prior to looking it up, going from Asia to Europe via the Northwest Passage basically means traveling over the top of North America. So we're talking about a chilly area. One of the sources I used, the blog History Undressed, described the route as brutal and relatively uncharted. Octavius and her crew never arrived in England and were assumed lost at sea. That all changed 14 years later. On October 11, 1775, the whaling ship Herald spotted a weather-beaten ship with sails and tatters drifting west of Greenland. Herald's crew didn't see anyone on the deck of Octavius, so five men boarded the derelict ship to check it out. What they found was nothing short of horrifying. The crew of the whaling vessel found everyone frozen to death below deck. The dead included 28 crew members, plus the captain and his wife and child. 
According to History Undressed, the captain was seated at his desk with his pen in his hand. His wife and young son were on the bunk in the cabin, wrapped in blankets. Not surprisingly, the crew of the Herald was freaked out and in a hurry to get away. I can't say that I blame them. They declined to look around further and grabbed only the logbook from the captain's desk. Because the book was frozen, it ripped apart from the binding when they tried to pry it free, and they only got a few pages. The post I read in the Vintage News said they got out with only the first and last page, while Wikipedia said the first and last few pages. We're dealing with a lot of unverified information here, so we can't be certain about anything. The crew of the Herald was able to gather the following from the logbook. Octavius found herself stuck in the ice around 250 miles north of what would later be named Barrow, Alaska. The final entry was dated November 11, 1762, meaning that the captain had probably perished 13 years before the ship was finally located. After an unknown interval, the ice that had trapped the ship broke apart and Octavius drifted with only a ghost crew until it was finally found by the Herald in 1775. To add one more layer of creepiness to this story, after the crew of the Herald got the hell out of there, Octavius was never seen again. That's the end of the story. Except that it sort of isn't. I read a blog post by an author named David Meyer who researched this story looking for the facts. Available details are sketchy because even the oldest sources are from many decades after the supposed events of the story. So, David Meyer heard the same story of another ship found under pretty much the same circumstances. I'm just going to sum that story up for you. The similarities to the Octavius story in the one Meyer found were these. A ghost ship was discovered in 1775. The person who boarded it found the crew frozen. The final date in the ship's log was November 11th, 1762. And the person who discovered it left with only the book. The major difference in this story is that the Northwest Passage wasn't mentioned, and both the ghost ship and the ship who discovered her had totally different names. The ghost ship in this version was called Gloriana, and the ship that found her was the Try Again. An added creepy detail Meyer cited came from an 1828 article on the Gloriana mystery that described the doomed captain this way. He was he found, was found to, be to be a corpse, and a green, and a green damp, damp mold had covered, covered his, his cheeks and forehead and veiled, and veiled his, his eyeballs. eyeballs. The article also transcribed the final entry in the logbook. We have been, we have been enclosed, enclosed in the ice, in the ice 70, 70 days. days. The fire, the fire went, went out, out yesterday, yesterday, and our and master has been trying ever since to kindle, to kindle it, again, it again, but without, but without success. success. His, His wife, wife died, died this, morning. this morning. There is, there no, is relief. no relief. Meyer felt like the stories of Octavius and Gloriana may have been describing the same event with the same ship. Ultimately, what it comes down to is that nothing in either story is a certainty. There are no known primary sources to trace, and the Telegraph was probably right in characterizing the story as probably legendary and not actual. Either way, it's a good creepy tale. 
Before we go, I've got one more similar ghost ship story to tell you about very briefly. This one is also probably a legend, and I found even less about it than Octavius. The English schooner Jenny left the Isle of Wight in 1822. Like Octavius, she wound up stuck in the ice. In Jenny's case, she was stranded in the Drake Passage, which is way down between South America and Antarctica. On September 22, 1840, 18 years after Jenny left the Isle of Wight, she was spotted by a whaling ship called Hope, presumably in or near the Drake Passage. Hope's captain, Captain Brighton, boarded the Jenny, which, like Octavius and Gloriana, was said to be full of frozen bodies. As in the previous stories, Brighton took Jenny's logbook, which Wikipedia said he intended to return to the ship's owners. The earliest known source of this story, according to Wikipedia, was an 1860 German magazine article. That's a bit closer to the date of the events in question than the sources for the Octavius and Gloriana stories, but it was still 20 years after the fact. I want to fill this one out with a few details I spotted on a paranormal blog, though I believe the original source was that 1860 German magazine. According to a post on Nightwatch Paranormal by Andy Haggerty, wherever it was that the Hope encountered Jenny, they spotted her as she was coming out from between two icebergs. Now this is creepy. They saw seven men standing at attention on her deck. When they got closer, it became apparent that the seven men were frozen solid. As Haggerty described it, they looked, quote, as if as caught, if in, caught some in some storm, storm and, and flash, flash frozen. frozen. He went on to say that they looked like they were in good condition, almost like they were recently frozen. Like the story of Octavius, Jenny's captain was supposedly found in a state that suggested he'd frozen to death while writing in the logbook. Haggerty's version of the story dates the last log entry at May 4, 1823, and it reads, No, no food, food for 71, 71 days. days. I'm the, I'm only, the only one, one left, left alive. alive. Haggerty's telling also added that the captain's wife was found in their cabin, frozen to death with their dog. Jenny, like Octavius before her, was never seen again. Okay, that's it for this one. Thank you, as always, to Justin from Mysterious Circumstances, Audrey Arndt, Jessica Ashley, Hope Brazel, Patton Fuquay, Allison Klima, Kathy Lind, Janet Logan, and Terry Quillen. (laughs) 